Thanks for listening to Hitting the High Notes, a Utah Jazz podcast, a proud partner of the Unwrapped Sports Podcast Network. On this episode, Jared and Hu talk about Russell Westbrook teaming with James Harden, Grayson Allen, and a goodbye to some jazz players. Hello, folks. Thank you for um, hitting the high notes with us. We uh, do a lot of Utah Jazz talk today. But um, today, Jared, uh, Jared Barker, say what's up. Man, I mean, there was a blockbuster trade. I mean, we thought free agency was all but finished, and then Westbrook gets shipped to Houston to, uh, you know, rejoin his former teammate there, James Harden. So, yeah, I was going to set this up here. So, um, so Jared texts me. He's like, hey, uh, we need to have an emergency pod. And uh, obviously, this is like an hour after the news had broke. And I was like, okay, um, interesting. Like, I, you know, I if, if, if you give me an excuse to podcast, I will probably take it. Especially when I don't have that much to do tonight. And, um, but I asked him, like, this is interesting. Why the Russell Westbrook trade? Why is that the catalyst to having an emergency pod? I mean, if I, if I wanted to have an emergency pod, it would have been at 1 a.m. last week when <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, um, uh, and Paul George went to the Lakers. But, um, well, I yeah, mean, so. we were too busy having too much fun with that, though. I mean, the internet will set itself on fire when that happens. It was um uh, uh well what do you good what do you mean? Well, I mean everyone was talking about it and they were all going crazy and they're like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh Kawhi he made a decision and then oh he recruited what he recruited Paul George and all this you know insanity and then you know people were going crazy. Yeah, I just uh, I I I think it's just interesting that this is the. The Westbrook trade is um, why we're having an emergency hitting the high notes Utah Jazz podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. Think about it. Um, this affects a major, uh, you know, our the bane of our existence for the last two years, right? I mean, anything that negatively, and I think this is going to be a negative, effect, affects them. They have less shooting. They have, I mean, arguably Westbrook and the Chris Paul about the same level playmaker I would say probably uh, Westbrook maybe rebounds a little better but that's also because he steals rebounds from his uh, bigs uh, um, but I mean the shooting is the shooting is worse the defense is worse I think this helps the Jazz I think this helps the Jazz yeah I am um, I, I'm obviously this is this happened like just hours ago and I'm sort of um, uh, I'm not quite sure where to really rank it or talk about it because uh, I mean the Rockets obviously made a choice to try to improve their team and uh, Russell Westbrook has flaws, but I also think he is a superstar type player that has benefits. And I don't know, I don't know how it's because when Chris Paul first went to the Rockets, there was a lot of talk about how that wasn't going to work and. That team was arguably the second best team in the West for the past two to three years when Chris Paul was there. So uh, well, I, I, think I, I think that was crazy for them for people to think that wasn't going to work because they're both uh, they're both really good passers. I mean, they could both shoot. I think that was a uh, it made more sense. But this this makes less sense to me. I mean, Westbrook could help push their pace of play, which would be interesting. But I don't know what else he helps them with. I mean, because I mean, we we just got done talking how, uh, you know, I mean, a couple like maybe, maybe a, a month ago on a podcast how Chris Paul had lost half a step and 
the Rockets were not looking like threats um, this year because Chris Paul was getting a year older. And... Well, I, I think we were kind of sleeping on the Rockets at that point. We were high off of our own, uh, you know, all of our own signings and everything like that. We forgot you know, how really uh, threatening that team has looked in the past. And you know, I, I can agree, I can agree with that with that point because um, yeah, the um, the Rockets, yeah, we were. But it's hard it's hard not to. The, the Rockets hadn't made a move at that point. Um, and you know, Denver was bringing back, uh, their whole cast with another year of continuity with them and adding a, a good piece of Jeremiah, um, Jeremy, Jeremiah, Jeremy Grant. Um, also, um, uh, the Clippers and Lakers obviously made move the jazz. So yeah, I, I think sleeping on them was the right term, but you can kind of see why, like everybody else is making moves and they hadn't yet. And so, um, to be fair to you, Jeremy's kind of a hybrid spelling. No, right. Yeah, right. Well, I was thinking because I'm um, earlier, I was uh, looking at Jeremiah Jensen's Twitter feed and he wow. he had dropped um, uh, the Rockets from he, just two days ago, third in the West to his now sixth best team in the West. So, see, I, I don't I mean, know if they dropped that far, but it'll be interesting to see what I, I I wonder I, I do wonder where they're gonna drop because uh, or if they are gonna drop or if they get better who who knows maybe round two of Westbrook and Harden they figure something out and then become unstoppable. Well, I, I, it really it, the West is so true. unpredictable. I really have no idea where this is gonna go. It's true. The two those two guys really do they like each other like a lot. So maybe their yeah, personalities like are a better fit together than uh, Harden's and Paul. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see because I'm. Uh, uh, we want to know I'm, uh, where these guys are. Well, you know, obviously it does affect the Jazz. What, what everybody does here. So, uh, yeah. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm curious because this, this was almost. I mean, the rumors we heard were Westbrook to Miami for a week, right? Basically, not even, yeah. not even a week. Yeah, and it would have been nice to, you know, if Kawhi came over to the West to at least move somebody else to the East. Uh, selfishly, uh, a guard, because that would have helped them. Uh, someone like Donovan, maybe get an All Star bid um, yeah. if he played well enough. Yeah, Donovan or Mike, give them a chance. Donovan or Mike. Yeah, because we we kind of saw what happened last year uh, with uh, KAT Cat uh, there getting the All Star nod over Rudy Gobert, and part of it is uh, there's some legacy voting between coaches and stuff that. You know, if, if you've been to an all-star game before, it's easier to get an, another nod over somebody who is not there. So, um, yeah. So, I, 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 think, I don't... Go ahead. Well, I think I think that was just kind of embarrassing overall. Because it's obvious Cat wasn't helping his team get as many wins. But, but it wasn't but about it, wins. I mean, it was about stats. It, it does happen. Like, you know, if, if, if you have two comparable players and somebody who hasn't been there yet, the the legacy might get it just because they've been there before. So, you know, name value does shame. does help. It it is a shame, but obviously those are the rules that we kind of um uh, we know that we go in playing with uh, because yeah, that's just how the NBA is. You know, <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm a little distracted today. I'm just kind of trying to figure out like you know all the rosters now because we're we're in an age right now where. We're, we're no longer looking at big threes. We're looking at big twos and everything. So 
uh, Westbrook and, and Harden, because it doesn't seem like it will work, right? Because Westbrook is a very ball dominant player. Um, obviously, they played together before, but that was before um, James Harden uh, became James Harden, you know, became the beard. And so it'll be interesting to see how they divvy up those touches. And at least Chris Paul had a better outside shot than uh, Westbrook. But Westbrook's explosiveness could help. And, uh, you know, I know you and I have talked about the the quote-unquote albatross of a contract that was Chris Paul. Um, The Rockets did move off that. So if anything, they moved off that, even though they've added... Another could albatross. Be an albatross. It could be, yeah, in a, in a couple years here, um, depending on um, how uh, Westbrook ages. So that's true. Uh, Chris Paul could keep progressing this year, and then it looks like a stellar, you know, deal. Uh, who, but who knows? Like Chris Paul's game has uh, is not predicated on athleticism as much as Westbrook's uh, game. Yeah, and sure. Chris Paul still has that mid range, still is crafty, so. I mean, it's an interesting trade, but uh, looking at it from the Thunder point of view, man, these guys have picks and picks and picks for for years now. Yeah, I just I don't think those Houston picks are ever going to be as good as they maybe look on paper right now. Harden's you, probably you, still going to be there when those picks come to fruition. So, uh, uh, well, so here's the thing about draft picks: like, you just want to have bolts in the chamber. Like, <laughs> the the Thunder are going to have two to three picks um, uh, in every draft for the next, you know, uh, six years. And you saw what the Jazz did when they had extra draft picks. Like, you you use those to move up sometimes, uh, or you use that to sweeten the pot for a different trade. Um, And in three or four years, who knows what they see? Like, we just saw that Kawhi Leonard signed a two-plus-one deal. So who knows if in two years the Clippers experience doesn't work. If him and or if Kawhi and Paul George don't get along together, maybe they both leave the Clippers, and all of a sudden, you know, that those stash of draft picks for the Thunder look a lot better. Um, you know, if Harden gets injured one year and the Rockets don't make the playoffs, that's a lottery pick. You know, so, something happens uh, weird like that. It, it does. That's true. So, and the lotteries, lotteries, a lot more unpredictable now. So. Yeah, now, now they smooth that out. Yeah, it's uh, you, you never know. So just having bullets in the chamber doesn't hurt. So. The Oklahoma City rebuild is, is scary, and so it, it's interesting to see what they're going to do. And they're and they're not a bad team, even on paper. Like you've got Gallinari, still got, uh, got Stephen Adams, which I see people <sighs> online all the time talking about how Stephen Adams sucks and blah blah blah. And I'm like, uh, you sure? I don't. I mean, they're they they have pieces, but like chemistry is going to be an issue. Number one. Uh, let's see what they trade Paul or not Paul George Chris Paul let's see what they trade Chris Paul for because <laughs> uh, you know SG, here's the thing about SGA um, I didn't really notice his rookie campaign like I heard he did fine but he's kind of like Colin Sexton to me like oh Colin Sexton had a good year too but it didn't seem like they were blowing the world over or anything so I think the most interesting thing they got out of that trade was Shia Giant. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. SGA, like I don't, I don't know what his, I don't know. Oh, yeah. oh you're calling him SGA. Okay. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't want, I, I don't want to. That's a long name to say, and so I don't, I don't know what he's going to. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Like I, he looks fine, but does he look like a superstar? Like I guess he could be a superstar in the making. So it was a very good rookie draft class last year. So 
I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what kind of projection to make with him, honestly. Yeah. So I mean, and and Gallinari is a, another guy that Jazz fans were kind of looking at in free agency, for, for, uh, possible trade, and you know we've talked to some smart people about how his offensive numbers are good, but his defense numbers are so bad and negates it. Um, again, Adams Adams might be out of there too. The the Thunder aren't out of you know salary cap of hell yet, so. Who knows them? Uh, what they're gonna do with Stephen Adams and, and Chris Paul there? So, yeah, but they're only like two, three million away now. So, yeah, it's, uh, the, I mean, they can make some smaller moves. I mean, do they want to keep Stephen Adams? Does Stephen Adams want to be there? Even does Stephen Adams want to go to a contender? Does he force his way out? The you know, so I don't think he's the type that would force his way out. I think he's, uh, I don't know. He's always struck me as somebody who's like really down to earth you know salt of the earth type guy yeah but again when you sign a contract and you think you're going to be playing with you know Paul George and Russ Westbrook and be competing for a title for the next four years you know things can change things can change Uh, I mean OKC I mean it's crazy they they drafted they drafted Kevin Durant Russell Westbrook and James Harden and only got to one finals that's that's crazy like it, it can change. What very do they quickly. have to show for it? What do they got to show for it? <laughs> I mean, don't don't laugh now, man. Like the Jazz drafted Gobert and Donovan, and we haven't really done anything yet. I mean, this could all go really bad for the Jazz. The Jazz too. So, sure, never bro, know. I just, I, the hubris of Thunder fans, man. They're just like they've never had a bad team. Now they're gonna have to go through a rebuild. So let's see how that fan base really takes. You know, being mediocre. Yeah, right. Well, that's our that's our Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook talk. Uh, the Western Conference is just getting crazier. Uh, we're going to take a small break right now. We're going to come back because we have some, I think we have some Grayson Allen news coming down the wire. So we're going to talk about that oh, and yeah. some other jazz, jazz tidbits coming up here in just a second. Hey, Jared here. Thank you for listening to Hitting the High Notes. Uh, PodCoin is the podcast app that pays you for the podcast that you listen to. So if you're listening to this podcast on one of the Apple podcast apps or one of the Google podcast apps, our, you can listen to this podcast on PodCoin and they'll pay you for it. They give you coins that you can use to get gift cards for retailers. kind of works something like, uh, I guess we could say swag bucks, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, hey, check it out. And if you use my code, you'll get extra points. I'll get extra points. We all win. Uh, my code is Jared Him. So Jared is spelled J-A-R-E-D-H-I-M is the code. Jared Him. All right, guys. Thanks for listening again to Hitting the High Notes with us. Back to the show. All right, Jared. So uh, where oh, yeah, were I'm you? Totally, I'm totally ready that? to talk about this and stuff. I'm totally ready to talk about this crazy. <laughs> well, first of all, let's <laughs> Thank uh, goodness we... he's off the roster before he exploded. Before... Yeah, before we move on to Grayson, where were you when you heard the the Kawhi Leonard news? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, it happened at like morning, right? Yeah, it happened like a one o'clock our time, Mountain Mountain Standard yeah. time. I was home, probably getting ready to go to bed. No, see, I was still at work. I work at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I'm just uh, you know cleaning up getting some tables ready and i look up on the tv screen i see Kawhi leonard and i was like what is going on and then today um That's i went wild, to man. 
Have you ever heard of uh, myotherapy? No, I haven't. All right, so I go to uh, something called a myotherapy appointment, and it's sort of like a sports massage. Basically, it's a uh, this guy that I go to. He um, works on like making sure my muscles kind of get back to where they're supposed to be because my muscles are compacted and near my spine, so he moves them back. And if I have knots in my like calves and my so it's, it's basically the deepest deep tissue massage that you'll get, and it like. It's not relaxing at all. It hurts, but um. Uh, so this guy, um, he takes care. Of, he takes care of my um. So it's called active myotherapy. Um. So I'm like, I'm in a session. I'm I'm getting ready to do it, and he's like, oh yeah, I just got to alert that Russell Westbrook, um, got traded to uh, the the Rockets. I was like, what? I was like, that's crazy. So I just want to go out to uh, my myotherapist, say Sean Wayne. If uh, you're a local, if you're in Utah, you can look him up at uh, activemyotherapy.com. That's active, M-Y-O therapy, M-Y-O, like, uh, yeah, myotherapy.com, just like it sounds. Uh, book an appointment with Sean Wayne. If you have uh, sports injuries or if you just need to get like um, uh, some of your muscles, like you, if you're super knotted up, stressed out, injuries, uh, um, and things like that, he'll take care of you. So tell him that uh, hitting the high note sent you. And um, uh, go get your. It's a it's a physical therapy massage. So go and get that taken care of. So anyway, he told me about the Russell Westbrook trade, and I was like, that's crazy. And so I had an hour of you know him like taking out my knots and thinking about that. It was crazy. So, but we did promise the folks that we were going to talk about Grayson Allen. And if you don't remember, Grayson Allen was the twenty third pick, I believe, in twenty eighteen for the Jazz. Might have been the Jazz, twenty first pick, twenty uh, 20th, twenty ish pick. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was one of those twenty one through twenty three somewhere. Yeah, so um, uh, Grayson Allen drafted by the Jazz, uh, former Duke star, um, mired in controversy, and <laughs> he gets traded in the Mike Conley trade, and today in summer league against the Boston Celtics. Grayson Allen gets ejected. He gets two flagrant one fouls and a technical foul, and he gets ejected from the game. I mean, that doesn't happen a lot in summer league. I mean, it's forty minutes, man. <laughs> Come like, on, like one I don't of those think the he's... ball. You supposedly swatting at the ball at one of those and hit, and he punches the guy in the face or whatever. I don't even. I don't even think you're allowed to foul out in a summer league game. Like you can get like eight fouls. You can get like eight fouls, fouls. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you can't foul out, but you get ejected for getting two flagrant one fouls. And they're showing the vi- they they show the video of um, of uh, Grayson and Maswarting. And you know what? I'm going to play the audio right now for our listeners and listen to uh-huh. the announcers. Listen to the announcers go just go off on Grayson. <laughs> screen and we didn't see it here Ah, get him out of the game i mean it's it's absurd i'm telling you this we didn't see the whole thing it started from a back screen just get him out of this game now there's a back screen he didn't like it 
All right, he didn't like the backscreen right side, and now he gets a chance to take a cheap shot. He takes it. It's just simple backscreen that Williams said, and he can look like that all he wants, but he needs to get out and go in the locker room. Okay, so those guys are incredulous. Like, and I, so I watched the video. The first time I looked at it, I'm like, okay, well, he looks like he's going for the ball. He touches the ball. It just, but the thing is that his his arm motion. It just looks like a punch versus like a, a block, you know? Looks like he's just gearing up for a punch. And it's like, that Grayson Allen, come on, man. <laughs> and you've already got a reputation and you barely played in the league. I mean, come on. Yeah, I so mean, I, is, I, I'm just, just, I'm very happy that he went for 40 points in that game that didn't matter against the Clippers because I think that really helped his, uh, his draft stock or not drafts his trade stock for the jazz yeah and nudged it up just a little bit and then we're like bye <laughs> yeah so um uh i mean really <laughs> it gave us my calling and i know i know there are some grayson allen truthers out there and i'm uh, not don't saying get, don't get me started too I, many, I, I don't want too many dookies abound man <laughs> like grayson allen still might be a fine rotation player i just thought if you have a chance to get Mike Conley, Grayson Allen is not the piece that you should be crying about that yeah. um, uh, you have to give up. So, Somebody told me he looked like a ninth man in best. Okay. I'm not sad <laughs> to lose that guy. Ninth man is ninth man is a uh, you know a, a deep rotation player. Those are helpful, and I, I, it's not like I'm I'm wishing anything bad on on Grayson. I don't I don't care about Duke. I don't care about what he did there. Like if he becomes a rotation player, great, good job. Like good for awesome. him. Yeah, but you know, uh, other big jazz news that happened this week: Gail, Gail Miller and the uh, the I want to say the trust. Uh, put out a full-page ad for Derek Favors and the rest of the uh, Jazz men who um, were traded or uh, left in free agency. And, and that's that pretty awesome. Uh, oh, if I knew we were doing this, I would have wrote a ballot for Derek Favors. <laughs> and um, I, was, I was pretty upset when Paul Millsap and Nell Jefferson left and the Jazz didn't do anything. I was like, oh, come on. Like... I mean, I know it wasn't a great year, the year they left. I mean, we got the eighth seed and got swept, but... Because Ty Corbin sat Derek Favors. I mean, yeah, well, you're not going to play Favors over Millsap, so... Yeah, but you uh, can play him over Al, no defense Jefferson. Al was... Okay, come on, Al was really good back then, though, so... I mean, good at at posting up and, and playing like it was 1990. Okay, well, that's the that's the way the Jazz played, <laughs> and so yeah, uh, because we had Ty Corbin as the coach. I still think um, uh, I, I really, I, maybe not Al because he he was a transplant. He came over in a trade, but Paul Millsap was another homegrown product that I wish the the Jazz kind of um, gave a little more fanfare when he left. Um, I, I agree. He probably should have done Yeah, so eight years just just. Just little things like that, but um, I think it's pretty cool. But uh, well, do you, do you remember who was in charge back then? Though it was it was freaking Greg. Greg doesn't yeah. know anything about giving props to players. I mean, he started a feud <laughs> with Carl Malone for goodness' sake. There's a reason uh, he's not in charge anymore. I think. Uh, oh well, what would the point I was bringing this up is that um, uh, on that uh, ad that we put out or the Jazz put out, uh, Cephalosha and Corver were noticeably on it. Um, I know a lot of people were kind of hoping that Kyle Korver would be bought out and come back to the Jazz, and 
and Cephalosha still hasn't found a team yet. So, uh, I don't know. So, so it looks like the Jazz have pivoted away from those guys. I'm not hoping for COVID to come back. Let's face it. Remember what he looked like in the playoffs? Uh, huh? I mean, he was hurt, but like, um, uh, we were asking, we were asking a lot of Corver to play as many games as he did, as many minutes he did, especially down the stretch. Um, and Corver uh, was not a, a good fit against uh, a switching um, Rockets defense, but he still he still helped a lot in the in some of those games, um, uh, mid season to late season. Yeah. And, oh yeah, no, he was great in the regular season. And it's all very fair. I mean, he's and not he, and, to play a big play. Uh, in game three, when Donovan had that open three, it was because Corver came across and took two guys with him. So right. Corver still has that kind of gravity, but yeah, I yeah, think. I do think I'm, uh, Corver is probably no longer a fit for this roster. Um, because Especially with all the shooting we added. Yeah, we have a lot more shooting now. And we uh, and Corver does have some deficiencies and he's getting old. he's going to be 39 soon, so I don't know if uh, I don't know if we can expect a lot of big minutes from from Kyle there. Uh does, seems like he would fit on the Jazz still and I think maybe just cuz the Jazz don't have yeah, yeah, we don't have depth of the four. I agree. I mean, yeah, Thabo would be a, a good four. Um, I, it might just be Cephalosha is holding out for a little bit more than the vet men, or maybe something for longer years than the Jazz can offer. So, which which is could, fair. I totally get yeah. that with Murray's in his career. Yeah, so I mean, if he if he's going to secure his bag, good. I mean, Trey Lyles just got. You know, two years, five point five million a year. I'm sorry, five to eleven million. So, five point five per year. So, that's, that's, hey, that's good for good for Trey. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, because I don't want to. I don't want to. He's still with the Nuggets, right? His, no, the he, nuggets. He, no, just just announced tonight. Oh. Trey Lyles, I'm uh, going to the Spurs. Oh, really? Yep, because Morris Morris. <laughs> That snake backed out of his con, his his verbal commitment. <laughs> oh man! To go to to go play for the, the eight Knicks. power forward New oh. York Knicks. <laughs> They're gonna have an all power forward lineup, and it's gonna be glorious. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing about Trey Lyles. Like, if you get if you get the if, if Pop can get through to Trey Lyles, yeah, if you get that head caseness of him under control, he could be really good for them. Yeah, playing that stretch four for uh, what what Morris was supposed to do for her to the Spurs uh, that could be dangerous. I mean, it's still only a two year eleven million contract, and we've seen Trey Lyles how he responds to hard nosed coaches. So we'll see we'll see what happens there in San Antonio. But I don't know. I think, maybe, maybe, I think Pop but, is the type that adjusts his style to, to players. There. So yeah, so the San Antonio now um, has still. You know, about about four million left in the in the MLE, so maybe maybe Cephalosha goes there to San Antonio. I don't know. That'd be interesting. Yeah. So, I don't. Any other um, uh, jazz tidbits that I I missed from this week? Uh, not sure. I did, I did uh, we, send you. I did send you a video that's basically a Toy Story three mock up with uh, at the end with where Andy Andy's face is the Oklahoma City Thunder, and then <laughs> the Rockets are the little child and i guess they're russ westbrook is the toy apparently i'm like who, who thinks these things up i'm like <laughs> russell westbrook's your new toy i'm like okay i mean uh, like object man what the heck <laughs> no you know that that's why we don't have owners anymore we have governors so 
Um, yeah. So the Jazz, um, uh, we they have one more game in summer league, I believe. After they uh, they went through uh, to uh, no, the rookies, so, Brantley uh, and uh, Masai, um, uh, they they look okay. Uh, Andy Larson said this is the last game they lost. Uh, the, if you look through his timeline, there's one more tweet that says there's one more game, a consolation oh. game. So. Oh, consolation game. So, um, uh, yeah, we got, uh, I, and now we have to wait till October before we um, uh, uh, get some actual more basketball. basketball. Yeah. But um, uh, don't worry, the pod will still go strong. Um, I'm having some Indianapolis guys call in uh, this weekend. We're going to talk some uh, Boyan Bogdanovich. We're going to see him. Yeah, we're going to learn more about our boy Boyan. Uh, and uh, we're going to try to have some returning guests come on. Uh, maybe talk a little CBA and um, uh, how to help small market teams. Ooh. How about that? How's that for some teases, huh? Is that uh, Dan Clayton's music? <laughs> <laughs> Jared, thank you for um, uh, coming back on and having a little emergency Russell Westbrook Utah Jazz pod. Uh, well, um, go ahead, um, uh, you know, t- tell 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 the people where to find you. Okay, one quick note before uh, before that. I think we need to subtitle this pod. I mean, it's hitting the high notes, right? But I think we right. need a subtitle like a Utah Jazz Fan Podcast because we love having fans on here. Just so you guys know, if you ever want to be on this pod and whatnot, reach out to us on Twitter. You can hit me at GoTheDistance49 and you can get you at... Uh, well, first of all, I'm going to vet any any fan. We'll see. Uh, we don't just accept, accept any fans. <laughs> we, want, we, want, we want the hey, best of the best. I didn't say... I didn't say that, that you know we're going to guarantee them a yeah. spot. I said that we want we want to hear from them and yeah, we'll just, this is a podcast for the fans. So uh, yeah, so for if you sure. want to f- follow the, the Jazz High Notes at Jazz High Notes on Twitter or Who Trans Superman, uh, we got big things coming. So yeah, please follow us, uh, like, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, I haven't checked to see if there was any five star reviews this week, but if you do, we'll um, give you a shout out. Uh, and we'll uh, hit you guys up. Uh, thanks for listening to our bonus emergency podcast. Woo! Hit those high notes, folks. Oh, sorry. I was supposed to let you get the rebound, right? Now this move here, I used it for my 20-second triple down. Ha! I used this one for my 40-second. I don't know why you don't come to Houston more often. You clearly love to travel. Oh, this from a man who leads the league in turnovers. Not anymore!